0: new concepts and ideas to help you reach your full potential. Reach your full potential. Reach your full potential. Small win, small win, small win. Keep your momentum going.
1: The Success 101 Podcast.
0: Welcome to the Success 101 Podcast. This is your host, Jared Warren. And each episode, my goal is to bring you a new concept or idea to help you maximize your full potential thanks for joining me here today now let's kick things off Hey guys, welcome back live episode number 39. I'm Jared Warren. He is Emilio Polifox. We're so glad that you're joining us here today and would like to ask a favor. If you guys are enjoying the podcast, feel free to head over to iTunes and leave a five star rating and a review. As I've mentioned many times before, that's what lets Apple know that you guys are enjoying the podcast. And our aim here is to get the word of peak performance out to so many other people who might need to hear this message. Emilio, I know you've had a super busy past
1: couple of weeks. Oh man, I, it, it's absolutely been uh, really busy. Just been traveling, whether it's from Austin to Houston to a place called Land of My Grandfather's, a couple hours away from Houston, where uh, last Thursday through Sunday was just kind of like in another world. I was a part of a a weekend, uh, it's called the New Warrior Training Adventure from uh, the Mankind Project. And it was my second time staffing the weekend. It was an incredible, powerful, intense weekend where we initiated 26 men into our into the group. And so it's just it's just been phenomenal. This is one of the stuff that I I love doing. It's it's very passionate, and and it's something truly that's been really the number one thing that has driven me to a big part of my high performance. It, it's truly th- this kind of work is what really rocket launches me to the next level where I can utilize some of the stuff we talk about, but mainly this is where uh, it dives deep for me and all the other men that come to the weekend. And so I'm feeling really good, man, I'm feeling really good. Yeah. And
0: for our listeners out there who may not know about that, which I'm not as familiar as I'd say I'd like to be, what is the main purpose? If you could sum it down and do a couple of thoughts that when people show up and go through this experience that you mentioned, what are they really aiming
1: for here? It's called, it's also referred to as men's work. Uh, there's some shadow work, Going on there as well, um, but the weekend is comprised of really tapping into um, a lot of work within the physical, the mental, the emotional, the spiritual, and really the community quadrants of life. Uh, I would say it's kind of almost facing your demons, looking deep within to see what's keeping you stuck. You know, why are you maybe repeating relationships, right? Why aren't you thriving in the business, right? Why aren't you? You know, why are are you going through the motions? Why are you not, you know, um, embracing life and attacking it, like just feeling good, operating at a good mindset? Uh, And so this... So a lot of self-discovery,
0: a lot of uh, peeling the layers back.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, self-development, deep inner work, but done in a very good way where, you know, like for instance, there's 50 men that were there, including myself, staff men, that create and hold space for these men to do their work. And there's various processes that we go through, again, in each of those quadrants where every process, every word, every activity, every experiential exercise is meant to finally get you to where you, you sort of this archetypal or hero's journey, if you will. You go through, it's like a warrior. Let's, it's a warrior weekend, you know, fighting the demons that you may have inside of you and coming out, of course, a lot stronger because you've gone through that. And, and we're all on a hero's journey. We're all, you can call it what you want to call it, but we're all facing something in our lives uh, whether good or bad or whatever, but it's going through that facing it rather than distracting ourselves or suppressing it or denying it. It's like, let's pull out my sword. I got my shield. Let's, let's head on deep into the woods and let's face it so that we can next operate at a higher level. Coming, yeah,
0: I, it. I think so much of that facing it is what people need to learn more about because as humans, just the way our brain is wired, we're, we're designed to avoid pain. We're, vo- we're designed for fight or flight or freeze. In some cases. And literally 20 minutes ago, I had a conversation with one of my financial advisors here in the office that I run about facing your fears head on. And so much of what we put as far as a negative slant toward our businesses as entrepreneurs out there, or our family relationships, or relationships with our kids, you know, whatever you guys are facing out there that I, I visit with people about, many times it's not that issue that's the issue.
1: Yeah. Right. Right.
0: There's something so far underneath that. But if you're not taking the time to peel back the layer, so to speak, on this, you're not going to be able to get down to the bottom of it. But you're going to think in your mind, you're going to think, oh, it's this issue or it's that issue. And it never allows you to address the problem. So I think stuff like that that you're talking about is really awesome for people to, to face things head, head on. And we need to do more of that.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. And you're absolutely right. Um, you know, now my mindset has shifted and it has been shifted in the past few years as I do these types of work. The way that I look at things now, for instance, like whether it's in the workplace In a relationship or just me going about my business, whether it's a friend, family member, or stranger, if I come into conflict with something or if someone irritates me or if I have some type of feeling or emotional or thought come up, you know, whether it's you and I standing in front of each other or someone else, and I get triggered somehow, like I, I become frustrated or angry or saddened or whatever it may be, there's something there. And instead of just, you know, releasing it and like just going on your normal way, the way that you normally would handle something, think about maybe how you would handle something like that. It's like, how can I do something different? Like there's, you can look at something, in other words, as a curse or a blessing when bad things happen. If you lost your job or you're going through a breakup, you you know, you got some kind of conflict or you're fighting with something. You can look at this as a curse. You can look at this as a blessing, right? Like let's flip it, right? Let's flip it and say, what is it here that I need to learn? Right. Let's get away from the head. Let's go to the body. What am I feeling? Where am I feeling it? And really just start to ask yourself questions. Obviously, The weekend can do a very efficient, effective job of teaching these type of things. You can look up shadow work. You can look up emotional intelligence and start to research things like this to kind of get a glimpse into what we're maybe talking about. It it starts just with asking yourself questions. You know, if right now something's going on in your life, be still. Ask yourself internally, quietly, why am I so angry right now? What is going on? And normally it's a projection, right? Normally it's, we're projecting some things out to a particular individual, whereas actually, I mean, and when you go through this work, you actually see it's something with yourself. It's always with yourself, man. And it's crazy to think about it like that, but there's always some growth there. And so you can look at it like, you know, that whole thing, like Tony Robbins says, you know, like life's happening for you, not to you, right? And so this is happening for me. Well, what's the lesson here, right? What's the teacher? And I think when you start to look at things like that, There's a mindset shift. And when there's mindset shifts, that's one of the most powerful, high-performing things that you can do because you yourself are able to break out. You go into those deep dark woods, you face the demons, you get your sword out, and you come out on a new level. So yeah, you're absolutely right. There's something within that. There's something beneath it. And the more that you can peel it back, like you said, and find the root cause as to what's going on, then there's the breakthrough.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, and like I said, it just helps for people to understand, and, and the reason I'm so privy to this is I'm coming right off the heels of this conversation, is the issue that this individual was dealing with was, seemed very valid, seemed very much to a third party outsider that knew nothing else about it, that this makes sense why this would be eating at this individual as a result of his business or lack of success or, you know, fill in the blank, whatever it is that, that you want to put there. And there were like three main points. And the more I heard this individual talk, I was like, okay, first of all, I don't think that that's the issue. I'm, I'm thinking this in my mind, right? It's like, okay, I don't think that's the issue. Secondly, I wonder how much reflection time he's actually spent on this to determine for himself if that's the issue, or has he ever even been taught that? Has he been shown how to do that? I know whenever I was younger, coming up in the business and just dealing with relationships and things in life, I, I wasn't taught those things. I wasn't taught how to wrestle with myself, wrestle with the things going on in my life, or just stop, as you mentioned, maybe not so much even wrestling, but just stopping, but figuring out, okay, what really is happening here? And so by the end of the conversation, what we came down to was those things were not the things, but he made the comment, he just said, man, it really makes me understand that whenever things like this pop up, rather than reacting, rather than taking this home to my family, rather than assuming something about the business, which is not even really the business, it's these other things that I'm doing, or in his case, not doing, that resulted in those actions. I need to just take the time to stop and breathe and really start analyzing this. And I just got so excited to hear him say that because that's the breakthrough, right? That is the first step to self-realization is, wow, I can really chart a new course in my life and I can really make people around me not be miserable dealing with all of my stress and anxiety by just stopping and asking several questions about it. And so I gave him, three questions. I said, okay, I want you to leave here. Here's three questions that whether this or anything else pops up, these should be able to at least get you started down the path of thinking. I just think he's going to be a lot different going forward now. Is he still going to have hardship? Yeah. Is he still going to have negativity? Yeah. I mean, that's just how it is. The point is, how do we stay in the lab of the world with our white coat and our goggles on and we're looking at everything. We're testing everything. We're experimenting with everything. Life is a big experiment where everything that pops up, either you're going to grow from it or you're going to shrink away from it and be worse off than before you went into that situation. But handling it the right way and moving forward, attacking that fear so much. uh, Kelly McGonigal's work on the upside of stress, so many different people out there write about the fact that stress is neither good nor bad. It's it's just a thing. It's all how we handle it and how we take the time to really dive into it, whether it makes a difference or not.
1: Yeah, absolutely, man. And you you hit it on the nail there. And, um, you know a lot of corporations are doing this now this whole emotional intelligence instead of like distracting our feelings and everything they're teaching this in some of the top corporations right now whether it's consultants going in there coaches or what have you it's this uh, welcoming your emotions you know and so if, if there's anger instead of because of a certain situation instead of suppressing that distracting yourself doing your normal thing it goes back to the same thing of insanity what we talked about in previous sessions or previous podcasts right doing the same thing over again and expecting a different result, that's insanity. You're insane if you're doing the same thing over and expecting a different result. So, well, let's shift that. Let's change that. Let me welcome. Let me let me open the door to anger, to frustration, to whatever it is, and say, hey, welcome. Welcome to the party. I'm glad you're here. Because then that those feelings and everything no longer have power over you. You've literally, by welcoming that, have taken power over that. And um, well, well, while you're talking- Not to catch you off of here, the, but I just
0: wish, you know, I really yeah. wish the point that I got to a couple of years back completely- Burnout, frustrated, seeing a neurologist because I thought my brain was turning to cabbage. Those were all real things, but those were not the things. It was all the underlying stuff. And I just wish more people yeah. plead. I plead with more people out there, especially the ones who are younger and have a whole life ahead of them, that I start seeing going down these burnout paths or these negativity loops that are happening in their mind. It's almost like I just want to plead with them, even if I don't know them, to say, you know, there there is so much you could be doing out there. I didn't know about this stuff, but don't live a life 10 years or more of life, just especially for me once I got in the business world being so negative and so down and out about things that really weren't the issue. So there's there's a lot more to it, guys. You just have to face that head on as we keep saying.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And you know, you're right about the life man. Like don't waste ten years, don't waste five years, don't waste a day. I mean, you know, I'm reading um The Shortness of Life by Seneca on this particular topic of don't waste time. Man, some of these great leaders in the past wished at the end of their days that they had leisure, that, that they had the time to just live we, it takes forever to learn how to live. It, it's amazing how you know we waste our time when time is the only thing that's it's finite. We're never gonna have even this moment talking right now again. Yeah. And then here we are in another moment. And then here we are in another moment. And so yeah, don't waste your time. See how you can. Change your mindset to your high performance. To me, is operating on different states of consciousness. Continue to raise your consciousness to new state. You know, a lot of high performance, a lot of the great stuff, like Be Unlimited, a bulletproof event that just recently came out. A lot of it was entering into different states of consciousness. We have over a hundred. Tap into different states so that you can experience and live in a new way. I pulled this up right now because. There was this quote that a buddy of mine, Brett, just brought up to me that I think encapsulates kind of what we're talking about, maybe what The weekend was about. Uh, and it's a quote by Caroline Miss, or Mice, M-Y-S-S. And it says this, we are not meant to stay wounded. We are supposed to move through our tragedies and challenges and to help each other move through the many painful episodes of our lives. By remaining stuck in the power of our wounds, we block our own transformation. We overlook the greater gifts inherent in our wounds, the strength to overcome them and the lessons that we are meant to receive through them. Wounds are the means through which we enter the hearts of other people. They are meant to teach us to become compassionate and wise. And I think there's a lot of lessons that we learned simply in that. Man,
0: group. I was just trying to like unpack that while you were, I mean, there's a lot there. Yeah. Was that part of a, a book or, or a talk or where did that come from? Where'd you, where'd you get that?
1: You know, to be honest, I was just at a bar with some buddies catching up in Houston. And I guess one of my buddies was on his phone and came across a quote and literally just said, take, take a look at this. And I asked him to send it to me because it really kind of encapsulated and sh- kind of just a glimpse, a, a, a certain percentage of what goes on on the weekend of what goes on in shadow work or, or some of the things that we've talked about, whether it's on the weekend or, or emotional intelligence, things like that. It kind of sheds a good light.
0: Man, it reminds me, and and I wasn't prepared to talk about this at all. Many people know who I communicate with and who watch the podcast and my social media out there that I'm part of Alex Sharfin's mastermind class. And there's not a lot these days, and I don't mean this at all from, I don't know how this is going to sound, so I'll just say it. I don't mean this from like an ego or arrogant standpoint. There's not a lot these days when it comes to the world of coaching that just blows me away and blows my mind, unless it's, you know, strictly uh, new discoveries and biohacking and things like that, because it's new. But when it comes to business, when it comes to mindset, when it comes to those sort of things, a lot of it is recycled information. A lot of it is false information. You know, there have been times that I've taken courses before and the way people, quote unquote, trained me to think about a certain negative loop or situation was actually the absolute opposite of what I should have been doing. And had I not known any better, I would have followed that and been worse off from a mindset standpoint. There's just a lot out there about how the brain works. That's true. But there's a lot in the coaching world where it's like, man, I followed this thing or this curriculum for six or eight months or whatever. And it just, I'm actually not in a better place than I was before. And I spent a lot of money on this or whatever. So Alex's class, I I would encourage you all, uh, his momentum masterclass, the whole reason that I joined it, I wasn't looking to add anything new on the plate. And this is not a plug for his masterclass, by the way, but I do like passing along great value whenever I see it. So his masterclass, the reason I got in on it, number one, I followed him for a long time in his work and just how genuine he is and how real he is as a person. And there is nothing that he promotes, endorses, whatever, unless he has tested it for a long period of time. And I'm the same way. People know that about me. So I, I'm, I was clued into that very early on. But also his class has the entrepreneurial part of it, which appeals to me. And so much of the biohacking, if you look at his curriculum, it's business, 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 biohacking, 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 business, 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 like all through the curriculum to what you're talking about, how this fits in similarly. There's a, a sheet and uh, I feel like I can put this in show notes, even though it's part of the class. I'll, I'll ask him about it. But there are, if you guys can picture this before you see the notes here, there are several different squares on this page. And this is on the left-hand side, it's low pressure and noise. On the right-hand side, it's high pressure and noise. So his whole deal is about momentum. How do we move forward toward peak performance, which is why it appeals so much to me. But if you can picture this, on the end of low pressure and noise, you are a present individual. You're living a transformational life. You're clued into certain things. You're always growing. And on the other end of the spectrum, is full overwhelm. Your days are full of significant struggles. Your system is overloaded or your systems are overloaded or bro- breaking down and everything's in rapid decline. It's almost like a business that's about to close its doors up and going out of, out of business, right? So there's this progression from present to full overwhelm. And if you go from present, the next one is on alert. The next one is preloaded. The next one is fight or flight. And the next one is full overwhelm, as I mentioned. So again, you're going from low pressure noise to high pressure noise. And what he said in the class and what what this document shows is how you live, how you affect others, and how others view you. It's three different graphs that you can see in the show notes that I'll I'll post up for you guys. But the billionaires that he works with and the people that are really tapped into a lot of the stuff you and I talk about as well in just the mindfulness, the, the mind and body connection, they have learned how to grow into this present state. So maybe for them, they were at full overwhelm, stressed, anxious, not facing their fears. Everything was in full decline. And that's your personality, right? Some of that is wired in, but some of it is you taking so much on your plate that's not really the issue and you make it the issue. And so how can we move from full overwhelm to fight or flight to preloaded where you're kind of on edge, you're kind of edgy with people, but you're maintaining some pretty healthy relationships down to on alert and then to be a fully present individuals. So check those out whenever I post them up. And then uh, you can go to momentummasterclass.com if you guys want to check out anything on that. But it has been such an awesome both mind and body and business connection uh, since we've been going through this for the past several weeks. And the the stuff he's got me doing every day just in my business has been pretty altering, pretty mind changing. So it's been
1: great. That's awesome. I, I highly respect Alex, Char, uh, Alex Charfin. And I met him for the first time um, just recently, actually, at the, the this year's paleo fx in austin texas uh the day after the whole event at like an evolved entrepreneur class kind of a sneak peek as to a lot of things that you're talking about but i've also been following him highly respect the guy he's doing some wonderful things not only for himself but but for friends family and his clients so yeah great stuff and you know that that brings me to a couple things you know i think of of a lot of things when we talk about this. You know, a lot one thing is when you talk about being present and, and mindful and things are in flow and things are going great. Uh, because I'm a spiritual guy, you know, I think about that as like I'm in heaven at that point. And then, you know, when I start to get to to flip that when when, when really the static and the noise goes up like you were talking about, a lot of our good qualities and strength can turn into like, ooh, not so good. <laughs> right? Like Absolutely. that that noise and and, and something that he talks about, those strengths turn into kind of like not good. And, and it's, of course, being mindful of that being able to shift back and forth. But, you know, one of the things when you are not in a state of flow and present and mindful and everything, you're in your head, things are going wrong, and you're almost in this state of hell. And it's just there, you can get into a state of hell in your mind. Um, and so it's, it's being aware of, okay, well, where am I right now? And where do I want to be? And Along those lines, I remember one of my coaches last year, I was going through a lot of stuff. There was this chaos and reorganization happening. And a lot of times when you're entering into new states of high performance, new transformational levels, it's not pretty a lot of the times because there's right, true transformation right. happening. There's this uh, chaos happening. When you think about conscious living and elevating your conscious living, uh, one of the things Bill Harris actually talks about is this chaos and reorganization where, look, everything that you ever known about yourself, everything that's been programmed – it's got to change. It's this phoenix, which is why, why my business is called Cross Phoenix Coaching. is because it's the dying of the old and rebirth of the new. When your old self is dying, it doesn't feel good. <laughs> there is chaos and there's, there's reorganization. You're rebuilding to a new self. You basically burn yourself to ashes only to rise up from its ashes like the phoenix. So the reason why I'm going down this path is obviously the same way you are, Jared, right? We're continually wanting to elevate ourselves to be a better person, better father, better brother, better you know, lover, better everything, better businessman, and and step into a higher state of consciousness, higher performance. It's the, you, you brought it up earlier, removal of the ego. You know, this whole ego is the enemy. And it's, I think in a nutshell, what I'm trying to do is constantly remove the false self and find my true self. Everything that I've been programmed from day one up until now, all the masks that I wear, is to remove all those masks and see who I am. We have all of the answers within ourselves. And I think a lot of us are always looking at external things. And it's good to find some external things to to help supplement in what we need to do. But a lot of the answers lie within us. And it's like, for me, in my high-performance journey, it's be still, be quiet, find that. That's when I get into momentum. That's when I get into a flow. When I when I remove the false and, and find the, the true things start to happen like that. And that's another state of high performance that I feel has greatly kind of launched me to the next level.
0: Man, that's that's awesome. It reminds me of a quote that I heard a while back and I hadn't thought about it in so long until you just said that, but it's by Satchel Paige and it says, it's not what you don't know that hurts you. It's what you know that just ain't so. And it's exactly what we're talking about. It's like, it's it's not what you don't know. I mean, things you don't know could hurt you, right? But it's more so the things that you know that aren't really the way that you're thinking about them. The things you know, quote unquote, that ain't so. It's like false information. Absolutely. I just announced on the podcast that came out today at the time we are recording this, that came out, which is Live 38, where I'm going through a couple of different things in my book, the pyramid flip and a couple of different reframing things. But I mentioned in there this whole idea of vulnerability, especially us as guys. We think that that's weakness. And I know I have for so much of my life, but man, the older I get the more I really do pull back the ego, I guess, if we're using it for lack of better words in this yeah. this context, I take the mask off, I peel the layers back, whatever descriptor you want to use there. Man, think about it. Vulnerability is strength. Like, I mean, and, Absolutely and, and Alex, has, Alex has covered a couple of things about that in our, our mastermind class, right about the same time I was diving into this realization for myself is just, we, you know, this whole idea of fake it till you make it, Be uncomfortable, being uncomfortable, you know, get uncomfortable, being uncomfortable. I've heard that in business for so long. And he sort of calls BS on that and says, you need to be comfortable being vulnerable because that's the only time that you're going to move forward with true momentum. And so if you read Brene Brown's book, Daring Greatly, many of you have heard me talk about out there, and I've done several spotlights on that. That book really woke me up to the idea that vulnerability is not what we, especially here in the West, have been thinking of it it as. And and women too, but like especially us as guys that have to keep up this persona and this ego and whatever. Man, vulnerability, whether it's in your business relationships, your client relationships, your marriage, especially for a dad with three girls, vulnerability is hard and it's exposing and it is strength whenever you get up with a mindset that I will be vulnerable. I will have an attitude of gratitude and humility That's what the great ones out there do, and they may not always see it. They may look super strong on the outside because they have to for their company or they have to be the leader. But many times people closest to them behind closed doors say that the reason that they grew so close to them was because of how transparent, vulnerable, humble they were in those situations. But we're not going to find that if we don't actually take the time to peel back the layers on it and take off these masks and the ego
1: Absolutely. And I think a lot of people are like, you know, that's society, societal things of so this, what you need to do. We're in a, we're in an, an ascend, ascension society. Whereas when we were talking about hero's journey earlier, you know, there's, there's kind of like a, a few steps to the hero's journey. There's, you know, there's separation. And I won't go into too much detail here, but I want to kind of highlight what you said by saying this, you know, in, in terms of the hero's journey. And even before I go into Hero's Journey, I had brought up my coach last year that I was talking about. And one of the things that I forgot to mention about that was like I was going through some chaos and reorganization, some turbulence and all this kind of stuff. And every time I was bringing some stuff up, you know, of course, I was victim at that time and pity party and all this stuff. She and he, a couple coaches I had, were like, congratulations. You know, like, that's awesome. And I'm like, What? I mean, because these were the times that it was like, wow, it's it's amazing that at this point in your life you're going through all that. Like, there's so much learning and so much growth here. Like, good. This is this is the time right now to find all this stuff. And so, you know, there was um, speaking of the hero's journey, there was like a um, separation that occurs sometimes between maybe you and the false self, or you and friends or societal things, and there's this descent. Into the abyss, into your dark woods, if you will. And then there's an ordeal. There's an ordeal that occurs. This 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 fighting, if you will, the warrior. When you go from separation to descent in the ordeal, you know, there's there's different archetypes that that can can come out of this. There's like the lover, which is the heart, integrity, which is the warrior. And, and I won't go into too much detail here, but this is just maybe like throwing out some words in terms of hero's journey, which people may not know. And after the ordeal is this transformation that occurs, kind of that, you know, the ordeal being maybe the chaos and re- reorganization that I was speaking about. And then as you transform, then comes the ascension, you learning the new things, going into the different states of consciousness to achieve a a different state of high performance. Whereas then, you know, that's, that's where you return back into society, having fought the battles of your mind to kind of return stronger and have a vision to kind of talk about what you were talking about in terms of being vulnerable and that being very powerful and that shifting from where we thought it was, you know, weak. And now it's very much a strength. It absolutely is. I see that everywhere. It's that definitely a part of the weekend that I was talking about. Whereas I, I try to do that. I mean, some of my recent posts on social media, guys, if you it, it's, it's me being just being vulnerable. You know, a lot of times, you know, when I think about what I've done in my life, whether it's from financial analyst to, you know, independent consultant to vice president. And I'm not saying this to boast whatsoever, um, to, to, to coach and now in the like alternative and regenerative medicine businesses, People are all the time like, oh, wow, you know, there's this mask that I wear. There's this people see me in a certain way, whereas I'm just the same way as any one of you guys. I face certain challenges and stress and whatnot. And, and, and you know, and, and us being present right now, Jared, you know, here's an opportunity to be vulnerable here just on the podcast. So there's a lot of time and this is universal. So but, you know, I have a I'm not good enough, you know, mentality at times. Why do you think I strive to do so many things? Why do you think I'm involved in high performance and transformational coaching, do this podcast, regenerative medicine stuff, alternative medicine stuff? I do all this stuff. It's because in the background, it's because I don't think I'm good enough. And that stems, of course, in childhood and certain things that I didn't get back then. And I'm trying to fight that. Now, you're like, oh, wow, you don't think you're good enough. Well, no, no, no. I have a a light on it. I'm aware of that. So it's not necessarily like a bad thing. Like, of course, I've done the work and I feel I'm good enough. But I'm aware if it sneaks up again, is this me feeling like I'm not good enough? And if so, I just shed the light on it. Ah, okay. So it's called a shadow for a reason because it's behind me. It's in my subconscious. If I bring it to the light, if it's in front of me, then I'm like, oh, okay. No, now, is this really what I need to be doing? Is this a part of my mission? My values? Is this what life's asking of me? No, it's just me being, you know, this, I'm not good enough. Let's put that away. Let's let's refocus. But now it's it's in my awareness. It's in front of me. And so I wanted to just an opportunity to just bring that to the table that that's one of mine, you know, and it feels so good. It's just like, and, and you know what, once you start sharing all these things, you'd be surprised about after people do their work, just to kind of um, conclude what I'm kind of trying to say here in, in this weekend, you know, one of the things that we ask is around all these men is that who trusts this man more now after he's kind of been vulnerable and everything. And a hundred percent of the men will raise their hands Yeah, because it's true. You, you've opened that up and it's like, I trust you even more now. Can you imagine if you shift the way that you're thinking now and you go by that, how would your life be different?
0: Yeah, man, that's huge. Just so many takeaways here today. And uh, (laughs) there was a lot of other stuff I was going to talk about and I did not want to give. I did not. I was going to talk to you guys about uh, my fasting experience, just got done with seven days worth of not eating food. And there was no way I was going to let that get in with all the. Super powerful stuff we just said about man, I, I'm just I'm excited to go back and listen to this thing again because I know I'm gonna, you know, it's it's hard to get your mind around it when you're going through the podcast, but uh man, I look forward to listening back to this. So guys, he's Emilio Polifox. I'm Jared Warren. You can catch us on email at emilio at crossphoenixcoaching.com or you can shoot an email to my team at info at success101 podcast.com. Or check us out in the world of social media. I know you post a ton of great stuff out there and I try to stay super relevant to all of my listeners and supporters out there. And we thank you guys so much. Again, over 120 countries every 30 days, this podcast is being downloaded in and can't thank you enough for your support. It is what it is because of you guys. So we'll catch you guys on another awesome episode and please keep writing in, sending in your comments and any questions you have. What a treat it is to be here with you guys every single week. Take care, guys. Have a great week.